raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. So, were you glued to your television last night? <laughs> were you watching the big debate, the mayoral debate for Indianapolis? You had Joe Hogsett and Jefferson Shreve. And yes, believe it or not, the question was asked, where was Hogsett? During the 2020 riots. Yes, Phil Sanchez, the most beautiful man in all of Indianapolis media, did as I told you he was going to do, Casey. Mm-hmm, he I did. The, he uh, did. I had the utmost confidence in Phil Sanchez because, well, he actually gives a crap about getting to the truth. And he actually gives crap about the city. And he's actually one of the few people in Indianapolis media who isn't totally in the tank for the Democrats and, and Hogshead. And he straight up asked Joe Hogshead, mm-hmm. where were you during the riots? But before we get to that. Can we just talk about the first 20 minutes of that debate? <laughs> because I had stuck this thing, mm-hmm. and Casey will vouch for it. She's probably looking at it right now. I had stuck this thing like at 1020 on our template. Yeah, you knew we were going to get to it. I was like, yeah, we'll get to it. I'm sure it's just going to be boring and whatever. The first 20 minutes of that debate were so bad by both of them. I'm not talking about Phil and the moderators. They did fine. The two candidates, Hogsett and Shreve, were so bad, Casey, so bad that it was like some bad Saturday Night Live skit where you are sitting there going, this can't be real. At some point, the Impractical Joker guys are going to walk out on stage Mm -hmm. and laugh at all of us that they have been putting things in these two guys' earpieces for the past 20 minutes. I mean, they looked like uncomfortable to be there. Very uncomfortable. And that's what I even texted you. Like, why why do they look like they're so uncomfortable and stuttering even? I mean, Joe Oxett has been the mayor of this city for eight years. Mm -hmm. Jefferson Shreve is probably, I don't know his exact financial situation, but he is probably a billionaire when you add up all of what he sold his company for and the other stuff he owns and was on the city council multiple times. And neither one of these guys, it was like the scene in Wayne's world where Garth is left, uh, when Wayne walks off and Garth is left out there by himself and is like, hello, hello, I'm not really sure what to say. I mean, it's pathetic. It's like you two people want to run the capital city, a city of, I don't know what the exact population of Indianapolis is anymore because people are fleeing in droves. Let's just round it up and say it's actually a million people. Probably not. But you want to lead this city and you two both look like you wanted to be anywhere other than there. No smiles, no fun, no non-awkward engagement. It looked like they were actually reading from teleprompters mm-hmm. and, and throughout much of it. It was pathetic. Well, okay, so the the no fun, yeah, there's some serious stuff going on in the city and you want serious people to take charge. And I guess I just have to chalk this up to the fact that maybe they're just not comfortable in front of a television camera. Okay, fine. Set that aside. Talk about what you know. Be the expert of Indianapolis. And neither one of them seemed like they were the expert. I mean, it was it was embarrassing. Like, I'm watching this going, who was the guy last year, the guy who ran for Senate for the Libertarians? What was his name? Remember? Uh, Siniak. Siniak. Mm-hmm. Rem- and we liked Siniak. And he Siniak. was very nervous and on Siniak camera. And Siniak was a super nice guy. Mm-hmm. And and we had him on the show multiple times and had some decent ideas. And then he gets on that, that debate stage with Todd Young and who was the other 
uh, McDermott. Mc, yeah, from it, uh, from up north. And it's like, mm-hmm. you want to talk about like shooting fish in a barrel with those two jokers. Like a made for, if you were ever going to stand in the middle of two people and look at both of them and go, you both are colossal failures and embarrassments. Let's roll. And I'm going to do this with a Joker-esque smile on my face the mm-hmm. whole time. And the guy, again, it was like, this scene out of Wayne's World where it's like, hello. <laughs> and I thought there will never be a worse debate performance than what than what that was. And I like James and he's a super nice guy, but even he, I think, would admit that was terrible. Oh, no. Hogshead and Shreve last night. If you have not heard or seen this, after, wait till noon. Don't do it between nine and noon because we need your listenership. But it, it, go watch this. I mean, it is painfully bad and unlike Seniac who was some guy who just threw his name into the hat and said I, I'm a regular guy who wants to make a difference these are like people who have immense experience in yeah. politics they've been doing this for a while so like I said even if the camera makes you nervous or the lighting on a TV set whatever get past that and just Talk about what you know. All right. So Phil Sanchez, to his credit, did what essentially, I mean, I guess the lady from Indie Star kind of sort of asked mm-hmm. the question and mm-hmm. then let him meander around and didn't push back. And then years ago, right after the riots, I think someone actually from, oh, maybe it was Ashley Brown, or I can't remember who, from Wish TV actually asked. But other than that, think about this, three and a half years, and there has been no question of this mayor who there's no proof of where he was there's no email trail there's no cell phone trail there's no call log there's no nothing because we know hogsett does business off of his government stuff Mm -hmm. to avoid public records requests robert evans has laid that out numerous times he's been going at this for a year and phil to his credit asked the question and here is the answer I was uh, working uh, from my home. Uh, I was in constant contact uh, with my representatives, uh, with IMPD. Uh, I, uh, after things uh, started to dissipate that evening, I got about two or three hours of uh, rest and got up at four o'clock the next day, worked the rest of the weekend, meeting with uh, organizers of the protests and ultimately issued uh, uh, the order to, uh, uh, to have the, uh, the, the uh, protests ended, and uh, that was effective. Okay, so there's so many problems with that. Number one, bull. There's not one single solitary person who has come out in three and a half years, and they all know what the rumors are about him. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're like, well, this is totally new. Everybody knows what the very prevalent rumors are about Joe Hogsett during the riots. And it is not just from fringe members of society who believe that, who have said that publicly. And yet they have yet to produce a single solitary person who can say, yes, I was in contact with Joe Hogsett the entire time. Mm-hmm. And here is the proof of that. It's not like the chief of police is out producing phone calls. It's not like the Marion County Sheriff is out producing phone calls. It's not like the governor of the state is out producing phone calls. Nobody can do that. And yet Hogsett just goes, oh, I was at home. Mm-hmm. He said he was in constant contact with representatives and with IMPD. Who? But I think the most egregious thing, though, is he said, I ultimately decided to end the protest and that was effective. Ultimately, 24 hours later, 48 hours later, what took you so long? That's the problem, Casey, and that's the other part of this statement that's complete bull, which is the next night Mm -hmm. was just as bad as the first night. So it wasn't like you were some magician overnight. And again, 
the only public, the only public, so the city is literally burning. You're seeing things being smashed. You're seeing a monument circle be defaced, the you know, spray painted the Soldiers and Sailors Monument. Hell, Casey, there was at one point, they believed that they people were going to breach the state capitol. So Holcomb was almost just as inactive the first night as, as Hogsett. But at least we know where Holcomb was. He was just being inactive. It's not like he went missing. The... There is, you, you are led to believe that this guy was just hanging out at his house. We know, we know definitively, Hogsett did not give the order to surrender Monument Circle. The whatever deputy mayor, whatever he was, gave it. So if Joe Hogsett was in constant contact and leading the charge. He, the police had, and I was here, okay? I saw it unfold and got out of here right before the riots started. I've told the story many, many times. My now wife and I were having dinner downtown. I looked out the window. We were down at Brothers. I saw the clientele that started walking past, Mm -hmm. knowing what had happened in these other cities. I told her, I said, we've got to go. Why? I'll tell you later. Mm -hmm. As we were walking back to Monument Circle, there were people walking behind us who no doubt had some sort of weaponry on them who were talking about seeing the cops on Monument Circle and how to evade the cops because of what they had on their person. We got in the building, we got out of the parking garage, and about 30 minutes to an hour after we got out of here, all hell broke loose. The police had Monument Circle secured at that point. I saw it with my own eyes, Casey. I saw the police presence. I saw Monument Circle secured. The protesters were there. They were. There was no violence taking place at that point. Somebody told the police to surrender Monument Circle, and we know it wasn't Joe Hawkson. This is so insulting that he does this. But you know what was even more insulting? And we'll talk about it when we come back. I yeah. can't believe I only had one segment for this on our show, Casey. <laughs> I exceeded all my expectations in a terrible way. planning on your part. What was even worse was Jefferson Shreve's response to this bullcrap answer from Joe Hogsett. We'll get to it coming up from 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.